back at it again. Um, I um, was trying to record this into my Anchor app, um, which apparently uses the internet, and my internet connection is not great on my phone since it only uses 4G, I guess. Anyways, it couldn't connect. I don't know if I recorded the first part, but if it didn't record, I am on a giant road trip to visit my brother in western Colorado, and I am in Oklahoma. Earlier when I recorded, I was in Arkansas. Now I've made it to Oklahoma, and I am driving through. Um, I'm in what I call the most boring part of the drive. Uh, it's like the part of Oklahoma before Oklahoma City. Once you get to Oklahoma City, it gets more like deserty and high plains looking. And that's kind of interesting since where I'm from, it's just a bunch of rolling hills and forests, which is really beautiful if you're from deserty places. But since I see that all the time, I really like seeing the open plains in the desert. It's really cool. Um, but eastern Oklahoma is not rolling hills. Not really. kind of is. But not, not so much as Arkansas. Not really like the Ozarks. And it's very, uh, looks like Illinois, basically. Uh, which is where I grew up, which looks like Indiana, which kind of looks like Ohio, which kind of looks like Iowa, which is kind of kind of boring. It's like uh, you see a field, and then there's like a tree line, like maybe a mile away, but there's not really any hills, large, large, largely to speak of. So that's what eastern Oklahoma's like. At least the I-40 section of eastern Oklahoma, which is what I'm on right now. In fact, where am I at? I'm going to name the nearest town. It's probably Sally Saw, Oklahoma. Um, I think I'm pretty close to Ofusky, Oklahoma. Ofusky. Which reminds me of this Billy Bragg song on the Wilco Billy Bragg album, Mermaid Avenue, Volume 1. I lived in a place called Ofusky, and I had a little girl in the hollow tree. It's my little girly that might be, but there ain't nobody that can sing like me. Ain't nobody that can sing like me. Way over yonder in the minor key. Way over yonder in the minor key Ain't nobody that can sing like me Anyways, that's that. I think of that song every time I go through Ofusky Or by Ofusky Because I'm like, I think I think Woody Guthrie is from Ofusky Maybe Maybe so I think he might have lived in Ofusky He was definitely from Oklahoma 
um, this part of Oklahoma, eastern part of Oklahoma. I don't know. If you're not familiar with the Mermaid Avenue songs, they're like old songs or poems that are written by Woody Guthrie that like Woody Guthrie's granddaughter found and then she gave the songs to Wilco and Billy Bragg and they made an album out of them. I think it's a pretty popular album. In fact, I think it's really popular. So, um, I don't know. Anyways. So, here I am. I like this route too because I get to drive through um, Dalhart, Texas and Clayton, New Mexico which is just awesome. I love that area. It's the Rito Blanca National Grasslands and um, it's where the Dust Bowl happened and like what it's like the epicenter of the Dust Bowl when the Dust Bowl went through and that's why they converted the farmland there to grasslands because um, the soil was so eroded that it just dusted everything up so they had to let it go back to grass and now it's just grazing land basically for cows but it's all open rangeland um, but that area is really cool I'll probably record some when I get to that area too um, so yeah I'm here just it's November 29th, I think. No. November 30th. Today's November... Th- no. What day is today? No, November 29th is next Monday. I was thinking November 29th was yesterday. Yeah, so it's like before Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is on Thursday. Whatever that day is. I don't even know. I think it's maybe the 26th. Let's see, if the 29th is Monday, 28th is Sunday, 26th is Saturday, 25th is Friday, 24th is Thursday, 23rd is Wednesday, 22nd, it's November 22nd. summertime it would now be 5.15 and the sun would be going down around 5.15 or starting to set around 5.15 but it's actually 4.15 the sun is setting looks like it's setting the shadows are very long on the road there's a semi in front of me I'm going to pass him I wish 
I, I tried to buy a speaker at Walmart before I left on this trip for my car, for my iPhone to connect into. Because um, I really wasn't looking forward to only CDs the whole ride. Which, there's only probably 20 CDs in that CD case that I can listen to. It's just the leftover CDs from whenever we stopped listening to CDs, so... It was like 2005, 2006, when my eldest child was like two years old, so... Like half the CDs in there are like kids' songs. I guess I could listen to those. That'd be fun. I don't know. Then there's like some Planet Earth DVDs in that CD case, and it's like... I can't even play those in my CD player. And then there's a bunch of random CDs, some of which are really good, like Modest Mouse's This Is A Long Drive For Someone With Nothing To Think About, or some of them are just Christmas compilation albums some friends gave me, or Switchfoot, (laughs) which I'm not a big fan of Switchfoot. Uh, I don't know, maybe I could get like Switchfoot. Not really. Probably not. 130 miles to Oklahoma City, folks. 130 miles. Let's go. The, the weird thing about this stretch of road is it just, it just feels like it just keeps going. And going and going and going. It's like, I don't know. A long drive. I thought I would have all kinds of stuff to talk about, but so I know I know everybody. I know I owe everyone a Neville Goddard episode. Um, I went back to listen to a couple of the Never Neville Goddard episodes uh, on MindPod Network, Neville Goddard Lectures. They were really good. I don't know. I feel like I've said everything on this podcast already that I would say for one of those. And I, my belief in now those things has only become strengthened um, as I've seen my thoughts play out. Um, so I don't know what else to add to that. I, I think you're either, if you're either on board or you're not on board with it. And, and like... If you really want to go to the source, you could just go listen to the actual lectures on MindPod Network on YouTube. Uh, and if you're not on board, if you don't like it, then you just wouldn't. But I don't know if me talking about it's going to be helpful. But um, I guess I'll say <laughs> it sounds so like, meh, meh. He's much better at articulating his own ideas than I am. That's the thing. Neville Goddard's much better at saying his thing than I am. Um, I like his more nuanced views as he got older in age. I feel like uh, it's kind of a bit of a one-liner. When he was younger, I don't know. That probably sounds really pretentious of me. But... I don't know. Um, As he got older, things got a little bit more nuanced. 
but the last lecture on MindPod I thought was really interesting. He's talking about um, how he went to s- sleep. He took a nap. To uh, and before he went to took his nap, he uh, gave the intention that uh, he would have some revelation during his nap for him and his wife to see. And um, he had this revelation. He had like a horrible dream. And then when he woke from it, he realized that uh, he says, "I, I, I, the dreamer." Where the dreamer and the eye awakened are are the same thing. And I like that a lot. I like it a lot, a lot. Because, um, you know, he makes a analogy a lot of times that what, we, what we're out picturing is like a dream. It's like reality is like a dream. And we can, and he was like, when you're in a dream, dream feels like reality. And when you're in reality, reality feels like reality. <laughs> and the dreamer, but you don't say when you're in reality, oh, who I was when I was dreaming wasn't me. You say it's you, you just say you were in a dream. And he was making the point that, um, Understanding that you're the same thing in, in both cases is significant in the understanding of the metaphysics of reality. And he was saying that self, understanding the knowledge of self within yourself is understanding the knowledge of God. And, uh, I think it makes a lot of sense. I really do. I, I can't explain the matter kind of slowly morphing to conform to your emotional state. That part's really difficult to describe other than the fact that I feel like I see it evidenced. But um, like I don't have any philosophical way to kind of wrap my mind around that one other than that it just seems like it happens all the time but um, I do understand though definitely that you know if you can have a concept of yourself within a dream it's very similar to the concept of yourself in reality Uh, if that makes sense You know, we look back on the dream and we're like, yeah, that was just a dream. Uh, it wasn't real. But we don't look back on reality when we're in the dream and say, oh yeah, that was just our perception of reality. It wasn't really real. But for certainly, for certainly our perception of reality is just defined by our senses. Um, it's just defined by our five senses. We have other senses, but we can't measure them, you know, like our sense of love, sense of purpose, sense of place in this thing. Um, Sense of energy. 
we can look back on it and say, yeah, we got part of the story. But I certainly don't think we're getting the whole story. Or maybe it's about allowing more of that whole story in by feeling into it with your gut, etc. Maybe so. I'm certainly testing all of that. Partly this trip is testing it. Why do tree branches look like mycelial networks? I know that sounds like a kitschy thing to say, but it's at least worth asking the question. (laughs) Why do tree branches look like mycelial networks? Why do tree roots look like mycelial networks? Why do grass roots look like mycelial networks? Why do roadmaps look like mycelial networks? Why do they get thinner at the edges? Why do they twist in random directions? It looks so beautiful from a distance. There's this thing, um, the magnificent Elric Parker, uh, which is, I must, I think I've, I've talked about it twice now, I think, on this podcast, but, uh, he has this really great playlist, and he has this, um, I think it's, I don't know who, what musician it is, but, um, it's an Alan Watts song, and Alan Watts, it's like, not an Alan Watts song, it's Alan Watts lecture that's put to music, and he's, like, talking, like, when you look at something from a long ways away, it's really beautiful, when you zoom in on it, it's chaos, and then when you zoom in more, (coughs) it's beautiful, and then it's, like, chaos, and then it's beautiful, and then it's chaos if you take a microscope. If you, like, take a microscope on those tree branches that from a distance look so beautiful, but if you get closer in, it's just all crazy, scraggly, scratchy branches. Then you move in closer on a microscope on one branch, and the order in the bark is just beautiful, and then moving closer looks like chaos, and then moving closer, it's beautiful. Chaos, beauty. That's an interesting thing to think about, though. You know, when Thanksgiving time rolls around and we start thinking about uh, giving thanks, but also like genocide, American genocide, shitty ass forefathers like Thomas Jefferson, who had official policy of like giving alcohol to 
indigenous Americans so that they could cheat them out of their land. Um, it's ugly. It's really ugly. And I can't make sense of it. And it's like, what do I do? I'm here. Do I go back to Europe? solving anything? Am I here? Am I supposed to solve something? <laughs> I feel like as Westerners, we're always like, I gotta fix it. I wanna fix the situation. Can I just fix it? Can't everything just be amazing? Great? Maybe not. We've got blood on our hands. not looking at the blood doesn't make the blood go away it almost makes it worse It's freezing cold outside. And you don't have a fire. Nature doesn't give a shit about you. But when you find <coughs> some food growing next to a stream beauty berries that take pain away or acorns or plantain then you're like nature's abundant it's also ruthless it's abundant and it's ruthless what to do with all that, but it is what it is. Anyways, you are loved, and also I wanted to add, (laughs) I've been thinking about this a lot, Um, those of us who listen to podcasts a lot, I definitely include myself in that group, I do listen to podcasts whenever I get a chance to. Um, so you like li- I like I like to listen to podcasts because it's kind of it feels like I'm listening to friends talk or like I'm listening to a friend talk and that's the way I kind of format my podcast um, but now I've actually had an opportunity to like talk to a couple people who listen to this podcast and um, 
which is a really, it's a real privilege, I just want to say that, to communicate with people who are, like, uh, vibing with this podcast or like it. Um, that's really awesome. Uh, but it's also, it's weird because it's like, and I'm, Maybe you can agree if you've communicated with me or not. Like, it's... Some of you I've known longer than others, but... Um, <laughs> it's like talking to, like, somebody you just met, too. It's weird. So, like, you know somebody's, like, deepest thoughts. Or, like, most secret thoughts. But... You also... Don't know them. Like... <laughs> Like, I've never met you before, or they've never met me before, or I've never... Yeah, I've never met them before, they've never met me before. And it's like, I've had this experience with um, a, a Discord community I'm in, where we've done voice chats before. And it's weird to be talking to people. It's weird, it's weird just to, like, these people will be total strangers complete strangers, but they're listening to this stuff that I wouldn't even, I don't even share to my closest friends here in, in little, in Arkansas where I live. So it's like, it's, it's weird. It's, it's cool. And, and the other thing about it, it's cool. It's like, there's this very like deeply human, like a uh, human edifying, human supporting act in that you just realize that, like, we're all in the same boat here. Like, like we're all in the same boat. And, uh, I don't know, I feel very privileged that whoever's listening is coming along for me on this ride. Um, but, uh, it's strange. It's a strange thing now. I mean, it's like, this has never been the possibility ever before in human history where it's like the equivalent of, like, having a record you like to listen to and being able to, like, just call the person who made the record and talk to them. <laughs> because my, my listenership is so small that, like, I can easily, like, I do consider everybody who listens to this to be a friend. And it's easy for me to do because it's only, like, probably five people. Um, and I, I know that, like, three of you, four of you have actually reached out to me and talked to me. So it's, like, even more awesome. And, like, um, I think it's, like, a privilege to live in that kind of time. And, and it, additionally, like, with the Discord community I'm in, I even know a lot more people who are listening to the same podcast I'm listening to which is really cool, um, through that medium, and so, oh man, that's a really cool thing, it's a very cool thing, um, but it's not the same as being with somebody in real life, and that's the weird thing, I think if I saw you all in real life, there would be more going on energetically, almost, it's weird, I feel like there's a lot of communication that happens outside of verbal communication, like body language communication, etc., um, even on a Zoom call, it's different because, like, you're not actually there with somebody. Um, anyways, that's all. 
I think we I think it's great we have these things right now. But I think it won't be long maybe where we're more free and we can all like um travel the world and see each other. I think that'd be really cool to like and I don't think it'll be long. Not with all this manifestation stuff. Um so a lot of cool things are happening. This is probably not going to be the last recording on my very long trip to Colorado. But I'm feeling like I'm done now. The sun is about to set. It's looking oh so beautiful coming through the trees. So, Alright, thanks for listening. Bye.